Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Right, pressing it now. No, hold on. Nearly there. Right, pressing it now. We've now got an hour of the mouth of manliness. Exactly one hour. Exactly one hour. So at the end of this hour, yep. even if I'm crying yep. and about to reveal the secret of the universe, be it mine or yours, or yep. the actual world of universe, we're going to cut it off at an hour. An hour. When the alarm sounds, it's done. Sweet. It's done. And that's right. how every episode's going to go. Okay. And uh, it's almost like being, you pay for an hour of therapy. Yeah. And like they go, they wind you down yep. towards the end. But but we're not going to wind down. We're just going to stop. Potentially wind each other up more than yeah. wind down. Yeah. So my name is Brad Acton. And who are you? I'm Nick Noyes. I love your name, Nick Noyes. I, know, I like it. That's and so it came from me being a right noisy bastard when I play guitar. That makes sense. I want like a, that sounds like a, like a rock star name. Yeah, it does. I haven't. Is, my, I'm very pleased then. Can I have a rock star name or? I would have to think of one for you. Brad, the bad. Uh, uh, bad Brad. Bad Brad sounds really. Bad not Brad very good. sounds cool. That doesn't. Yeah, it it does. sounds like a one. You remember them garbage pal kid cards? You used yeah, it to get? does. Bad Brad. Yeah. I think it was nasty Nick. Uh, one of the Nick ones, I think, was a vampire thing, which Ooh. really appeals to me. I love gothic shit. Yeah. So I think. Uh, yeah, so we have an hour to talk about stuff, and I think uh, the point is is that we're going to talk completely honestly and openly about everything. So we're going to talk about, you know, growing up and things that have, like, made us who we are now, really, and uh, the pitfalls and everything that we fall through. So initially I was kind of thinking, oh, we should do one about mental health, and I think we talked about that to start with. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, but I don't... That seems really obvious and it doesn't seem like enough. No. And I, I kind of think, and then I was just kind of uh, getting, thinking about it more and about how like men don't talk about their feelings. And if men do, like you kind of get really dissed by everyone and it's like, you know, men don't talk about things and how crap that is. And now that, that's really impacted on me. Yeah. It's hard to sort of talk about everything that you'd want to talk about on a daily basis we're really lucky that we clicked when we first met yeah and um you vinked me and tattooed me and i want you to do it again some more and we uh 
we're kind of like instantly able to open up on that level. But yeah. people like just don't get that opportunity to talk candidly about whatever they want to talk about. They might not even know how to talk about it or why they want to talk about it or know that they even need to talk about it. They might not even need to talk about it even. But but yeah, no, that's totally true. Like, yeah, it's 100%. And I think the idea of this is that we give people a chance to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, like how many men are killing themselves out there? There is a statistic. Like, I should probably look it up. Yeah, an absolutely huge statistic of men who are committing suicides in like their forties and that. And like, it's just scary. It's scary as hell. And like, I've had loads of problems with mental health in my life. And, uh, you know, I've been lucky that I've had people to talk to more often than not. I'm talking to my mum or something because I can't talk to the men around me about anything. And a lot of the reason why I struggle with things is because because of the men around me when I was growing up. Yeah. So it just made me think we should open it up even more. Let's give people a real opportunity to kind of talk about how they feel. Let men be vulnerable for, you know, just this once. And I think, you know, we, we'll get some guests in along the way. Like, but, you know, we're not. I don't want to be stuck to any kind of format. We just go with it. And like, we might... You might have had a really shit day, so we talk about your shit day. That has happened more and more recently, as we've <laughs> kind of found out, so we're going to have loads to talk about. I'm just looking, literally, I know it's unprofessional, at the statistics of suicides in this country. And, um, yeah, a large amount of those are male. Highest rate of suicide was recorded as 21.4 deaths per 100,000 in 1988 so the 80s were a bit nuts weren't they I guess but yeah I think it's gone up since then though. and looking at this chart which is really boring so I'm not going to read it out but it's definitely on the rise and I promise I'll do some more research into actual real statistics so we can be a bit more professional on that matter <laughs> well I kind of think this isn't uh, you know we're not professing to be doctors or therapists although I've been through a lot of therapy and I've studied quite a bit so like, I kind of know quite a bit about this stuff um, but you know, it's, this is kind of rough and ready. We're, like yeah. I don't, like, we, you know, right from the offset, I'm like, I don't want this to be really organised and slick. It's just, this is just going to be as genuine as genuine can be. Yeah, and that's kind of the point. Yeah, it's genuine, uh, and there's no, there isn't a lot of forethought gone into it. We generally have we not just given any thought to this bit. I don't know what I'm going to say next, now, or yeah. even now, but that's kind of hopefully you'll see that as uh, an open door policy for you lot to kind of get involved. Whoever's listening, um, you can get in touch. The Instagram, Twitter feed, and Facebook, Google Mouth of Manliness website's on its way. And, um, yeah, we want to hear your stories, your questions uh, for me and Nick, um, stuff you might want us to talk about. You might hear stuff that you don't want us to talk about. Um, yeah, it's basically we want you to feel like you're in the room with us, chatting with us. Uh, we will be able to take live phone calls, um, read out emails, and, yeah, anything you want to kind of contribute to the show fire it over and we'll um, we'll have a look which is quite an exciting thing yeah I mean I feel like that's the main thing I really want people to be able to kind of 
like send an email and talk about like things that they've struggled with and give that rare opportunity for men to talk, which we just don't seem to have. No. And like, I'm on a crusade with this. I really like, this really bothers me. So let, you know, let's do something about it. And this is an opportunity to do something about it for people to say and like have open conversations. Strange for men to do that, which is just craziness, but it is true. It can only do good. I mean, I'm on and off of building sites for my work and I see a whole like cross section of, um, human nature and yeah people who are just riddled with fear of any kind of intimacy or openness and uh, like seemingly choosy about the stuff they laugh at but then they would sort of happily come out with homophobic or racist racist yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. and everything like that and it's it yeah it's difficult but it's quite often their only kind of outlet and nine times out of ten they'll have like nine or ten other geezers doing the same saying the same stuff so it's kind of like that whole world that you've a lot of people kind of think has gone or doesn't exist anymore it still exists in these kind of little pockets and it's fueling yeah. the 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 fact that men can't really express themselves probably how they they want to express themselves yeah no it just makes it worse and it just like perpetuates that problem <clears throat> and I don't know, it's almost like the guy in the building site. Uh, like that's how people kind of think that's a real man. Yeah. So, you know, anything that kind of falls short of a man who's kind of like strong and can like work their hands and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Like you fall short if you're not that. Yeah. Uh, or like you're really successful in the city or something. Yeah. And like most of us aren't like that. No. Most of us aren't like that at all. Most of us are really struggling with stuff. Yeah. But no one, but we have no one to talk to about it. No. And like that, you know, that's a crying shame. It really is. Like I find myself more often than not, I kind of like talking to women just because they talk about how they feel a bit. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily want to get into everything really heavy with them. It's just refreshing. Yeah. But then, you know, and I work with mostly women, so like, I like that really, I like that. But then I'll go out of a friend, you know, someone I've known all my life and they're, they're just talking about sport and, and birds. Yeah. Like, I don't use the word bird, no. but I used to. Yeah. And uh, So I, I kind of think like part of being like a kind of conscious man is that you're just, you're not sexist. Yeah, it's part of a progression. There's no, you don't wake up and become this particular way or that particular way. Uh, I think the key is, uh, we shouldn't crack the key too much because this would be like the first and last podcast. I think the key is is allowing yourself to be that person, be racist, homophobic and fit in with your friends and sport and birds and everything else or a particular music or anything else. But then allowing yourself also to go, oh, I was a bit nuts thinking that. I should probably, yeah. I should probably sort yeah. myself out a little bit, and I'm gonna just not say those things anymore. And that's, you know, it's totally cool. It's something we can all do. What a brilliant point! That's yeah. a lovely point. I really like that because it is like you can be a certain way, and you can kind of be not very conscious in your manner. Yeah, you know, you're just not really thinking about it. Yeah. You're just bouncing through life, and like that's that's fine. Yeah. Like, and we're not here to judge. We're here to say, well, you know, you don't have to do that. No. And it's within our power to do things differently. Yeah. At any one point. I, I hate it when I see people, I talk to people and they're like, well, I, you know, I can't help it, can I? No. And I'm like, well, can yeah, you not? You can. can. you really not help yeah. it? I, th I think everything is up 
for change. Yeah. Everything can be changed. Don't nothing has to be changed. No, but I well, think well. like having that little bit of awareness when you say something in a group of people and then you sort of see a couple of reactions and think, oh, that didn't go down too well. I think next time I'll lay off like my racial slurs or whatever it is that you said. That is enough. That's like the first step to realizing like, oh, I can, I can sort of suss a room out and sort of see how it's going and make a mistake in one room and then not make that same mistake in another situation. Or yeah. you can like be a complete arsehole at work and then realize that and go, right, I'm leaving this job go and get another job and just not be an arsehole. That's as simple as that. And I think people get trapped in their kind of little worlds of, oh, I can't leave this job and what will my family think if I do this or say this or anything else. But I think life really is too short to worry about a lot of that stuff. And I feel that we're quite lucky in that regard that we've recognised that and we're able to sort of deal with it. Some days are harder than others. I would struggle to sort of you know, correct someone if they said something wrong on some days, but then other days I would kind of correct them before they've even said it. So everyone's different on every day. No one person is that same one person every day. And I think realising that and understanding that is like a big key into discovering bits about yourself you didn't even know about and just trying it out one day. Just say, right, today I'm going to be a bit more, I don't know, funny or like um, introverted or I'm going to look up facts on nuclear chemistry and just say some of that and just sort of see what happens. Just being open to just switch the shit up and change stuff, I think. Yeah, I think like there's no way. Like I'm just through all of my, well, I'm 43. I was 43 this, like on Sunday just gone. You do not look 43. 24th of February. And uh, I just, thank you. That's all right. Uh, I like that. Um, I think the reason I don't look 40 is because uh, I still dress like I was, like, 18. I really don't... <laughs> I really... I like, when I was 18, I used to wear Levi jeans. Like, my mum would buy me Levi jeans, which is... I always thought that was a massive luxury. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, I remember um, being, like, 18 or 19, and I used to wear purple Levi jeans. I can't believe I wore them. And then I'd wear a band T-shirt... <laughs> And like a leather jacket. And uh, I pretty much wear exactly the same now. Even down to like I still wear all stars and that kind of thing. The thing is, it's quite liberating. Like I've had loads of different jobs. And quite often I have to put a suit on for meetings or smart casual for if I'm... That's quite nice sometimes. Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, 100%. Smart casual as a site supervisor or I'll be scruffy one day because I'm on building site and not have to worry about it too much. And I think like not having one particular look and just accepting that you really can just like yeah, wear you what you want different for different circumstances people must i think people get caught in the same stuff from school of like oh that he's like a boffin so we're not going to dress like him he's um like a jock so we're not going to dress like him he's like an emo so we're not going to dress like him and like before you know it you're carrying around all these rules with you and Fucking it's like hell. shit you know what? That's really funny. You say that, and like, I, it that just totally. This is a, a magic moment. It just totally dawned on me. Yeah, that I do that in spades. I really do. What you you like? You still carry those kind of rules of like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. with clothes, I do. Uh, and like almost like say if I've got to be smart. Yeah, I'm always want to be Nick Cave smart. Yeah, not. Um, 
you know, office guy smart. Yeah, but that's all right though, because he's still. I think fashion needs to have like parameters. Like I still, yeah. I won't wear like, unless I'm wearing black. I won't wear like blue jeans and a blue shirt. But I wear black jeans and a black shirt, and I won't if I if I've got dark trousers. I will have a light t-shirt on, dark hat. So it's like light uh, dark, uh, right, light yeah. dark. Like I've got little rules like that still, but like I. I care a lot less about what people think. Yeah, no, I, it's weird because I think that's a double, it's, it's a two-sided thing because in some respects, like now, after years and years and years, like most of my life was really crippling insecurity. Now I'm kind of, I'm much more comfortable in my skin and that comes down to clothes and that. But then I also think I've, I think I dress better than I ever have before. Maybe that's because I got money, but probably just because I feel more comfortable. Yeah, I think that comes with age, definitely. Like not thinking or like, what I, do other people think? You don't don't care as much. I do to like, a degree. Nothing, like, but I, I still do. If I would, I, I always imagine where I'm going. Like, so if I'm going to like one of the kids' party things or whatever, and I think, right, do I want to be sort of skateboardery cool dad? Or like smart and preppy, like really? I always try. Yeah, to... I'm always like rather than go. Like I think, oh, maybe I'll dress smart. And I always kind of had this dream that one day I will wear suits all every day, like yeah. in a cave. But I'm not gonna. So what I tend to do is because I haven't got basically I haven't got the courage to be do that kind of peacock thing. Like I've even bought some clothes like it. Yeah, but I haven't got the courage to do it. So I tend to. Just go fucking scruffy. Do you, black in jeans, your mind, in your mind, I don't know about you, but with me, I think when I have got a record deal and obviously I'm completely famous, then I will just wear whatever I want. Like that is, that is like, that's the yeah. step, that's the license to be able to go, right, from now on, I'm going to dress like Lady Gaga yeah. with an Elton John wig. Yeah. Like I generally. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that. Yeah. I've done that many like, times. Uh, but I worry that, like, I will have a day where I'm like, yeah, I'm up for dressing like that, but I'm just popping down to the co-op like to just get orange juice. And that's when I think like it'd be a bit kind of odd. But like if I'm going to like a film premiere or something and yeah. like, I will, I would happily wear a dress. Like I would ne- like, doesn't bother me whatsoever. But like to go down to the co-op in it is like a whole different sort of thing. And I think... Well, it's, yeah, uh, no, that's very true. That's very true. You know, like I like Noel Fielding. I love Noel Fielding. I think he's like, I love what he wears. And like, if I had the balls, I would dress like Noel Fielding. Totally. Um, but yeah, you never see him not dressed like Noel Fielding. No. Nah. And uh, so you kind of like, it's like the Stones are always the Stones. I but love did, that. But before Noel Fielding was star. Noel Fielding, like yeah. Boosh Noel Fielding and stand-up Noel Fielding, was he dressing like that? Just mooching down to the shops or going to sign on or whatever. No, it's still. funny. You see earlier stuff of him, but he's like kind of dressed very dirty. Yeah. So everyone's gone through that. Yeah, no, it's funny. Like, it, what you're saying that is because I kind of, um, I always thought, well, I'm a rock star, I'll do that. And like, now I'm not. You yeah. know, now I'm my dad and I've got a, like, a three bed semi, you know, like, I yeah. really could be anything less than that, really. But that almost gives you the license to be whatever you want as well. Yeah, no, I know. Like, that's very true because I do think that. Yeah. Uh, so it does because it's like, you feel like, well, I, I it's stupid because I should feel like um, I've got no one to impress and, and potentially no one to let down. 
So I'm going to put some makeup cool on today. Yeah. So I actually haven't got anything else to worry about. No. But yeah, like I got this really cool pretty green jacket. I, like, I love pretty green stuff. Yeah. I can't uh, rate them enough. And uh, I got a pretty green, um, like a blazer jacket. And it's got, it's grey. And it's got like a kind of floral print all over it. Like grey and black and white. Because I only wear black and white. Yeah. And I'm really strict about it. That's another thing. I don't know. I don't fucking know why I do that. Yeah, but again, even that is a license that keeps it simple because you haven't got to think, oh, I might look a bit too flamboyant wearing red or blue or whatever. Like black and white, it literally goes everywhere. Yeah. Like, and that's. I mean, it does. It's great. But uh, yeah, I never wear anything but black and white or like greys, you know, those kind of things. But anyway, I got a jacket and I got it for Christmas and I've not worn it yet. And I, I went to like a party on New Year's Eve and I thought I could wear it then and I did, and I lost my balls. And I really don't know why. And it's almost like, yeah, you're frightened of ridicule. And I think like that, that kind of comes back from when you're young. Yeah. Like those early days at school when you're really frightened of ridicule. Yeah. And then you'd think by at our point in life, we really wouldn't fucking be bothered about that. Do you, did you go to school in the area that we are now? Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like those constraints still exist maybe because you st- like still see people from school or like is that, do, do your kids go to the same school? Like is it, is it sort of carried on like that linear? Yeah, well, funnily like, enough, yeah, that's exactly how this happens. Like my kids, uh, they don't go to the same infant school, but like my daughter goes to the senior school I went to. My wife went to that senior school. Yeah. Although she was older than me, so I don't remember it then. And, um, but no, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's not that. It's just total, like, my own insecurities. Yeah. And my own insecurities are like the, uh, the bane of my life. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's all it's all about me inside. There's a guy around the corner, I see him most mornings, taking his kid to school. This morning, he had on, like, a kind of tonic suit on. Nice. Like, these really outlandish kind of Italian, uh, like, loafers. Yeah. Uh, and a bowler hat. Wow, amazing. Yeah, I think he had, like, a lariat around his neck. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what a cunt. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I saying that? No. You know, like, you say about checking yourself, I check myself straight away. And yeah. I'm like, no, the reason why I'm saying what a cunt is because I'm like, I wish I had these bollocks. Yeah. You know, I wish I had these balls to do, to do it. Yeah. Just today, I saw a guy in uh, Bermuda shorts, a vest and a flamingo umbrella walking around in the rain in London today, like this older guy. And I was like... Yeah, that initial, like, oh, my God, what? And then I was like, oh, my God, like, I would love to just be mooching yeah, about. You, yeah, sh- shorts and a vest. Like, it's just no fucks were given whatsoever. Just wearing whatever you want, just mooching about. Wrong clothes for the wrong weather, like, went against all fashion rules I have and but just mooching I, about. I kind of think, like, this is, a, is, is an issue that everyone has. Yeah. I think, like, all men have this issue. You know, like, when you see all the blokes, like, with their... Polo t shirts folded yeah. up and yeah. and like it's like, wow, oh, well you've got to be like that. Yeah. And uh to kind of exude that certain amount of masculinity. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't feel like if anything, as I've got older I feel less less need to do that. Yeah. But like I think that is something that all men are probably struggling with. Yeah. Like we have. But it's easier to go to the typical to go to the right football top, skinhead, yeah. job done. Yeah. You know, I don't have to worry about it. No, cargo shorts, stocks. Yeah. Like, sorted. Yeah. 
It's why like, I'm like I'm always paranoid about losing my hair, and I think the main reason is is because, like, because of those kind of stigmas. Do you have like if you're losing your hair, you've got to shave it off, and then if you shave it off, and like I'm not Billy Corgan, I don't think I could pull it off and, so, and, and feel like I'm still kind of alternative. Yeah, I I, I, I worry, and especially like you get older and you put on weight. I'm worried that I'll end up looking like kind of, you know, like all the other guys. Yeah, like you'll have to just like football, stop playing yeah. guitar, just wear polo shirts because you just shaved your head, you've got skin. Yeah, and I don't... And the problem is, is that as much as I feel separate from those from those types of people, and I, and I, and I kind of don't want to be like them. No. Which is completely like, you know, narcissistic of me to say that. But... Like, I want to be different as well. Yeah, totally. I don't think just because you have your head shaved that you'll end up, you know, drinking down the social club and watching watching sports. But, yeah, hair loss, I don't know. It's a worry. It is, isn't it? Hey, my dad was bald, and then I've started to recede quite a lot, like quite a rapid pace. Well, that's and not bad. My brother is is going through the same same thing, and he's like, yeah, I'll give it a couple of weeks. I'm just going to shave it all off. Um, but he is like that man's man kind of just you know beers on a Wednesday we're, what up and oh what that must be else. weird if your brother's like it. yeah so he's kind of like in that sort of mindset of yeah just shave it all off I'm growing mine again I want to try and get I'm like always a, I want to try and get a ponytail going if I can because I've never had one the beard is coming you've never had a ponytail no no never I had long curtains in school um, my mate's brother called me a girl or I said, are you a girl or a boy? And it made me cry, and then I cut it off straight away. And it was only later in life, maybe when we first met, which is not that long ago at all, five, six years ago, maybe. Yeah, it was quite a while. Um, don't feel like that long, but it nah. probably was about four years. It was ago. only then that I started growing my hair long and just letting it go a bit crazy because I sort of care quite a lot less about what it looks like. I've uh, My hair has been long... It's always been on the longer side, at least. I have shaved it a couple of times. But, what, uh, off? Like, all off? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, a couple of times. At the time, like, I was really thin. Uh, I was, like, drinking every day and I was a mess. And, I like, I didn't really eat. Uh, and, like, I used to work in a restaurant, but I didn't eat there because I always felt sick all day from the night before. Oh, wow. So by the time... Then I'd normally eat by the time I got home which normally would be about 10 o'clock and it would be something really little. Yeah. Because if I eat a lot, I don't want to drink. No. So I used to barely eat. Wow. But I used to cycle to and from work and it used to take me half an hour each way. Yeah. So I was like, I had an hour as a decent exercise, but not eating. Yeah. So I was waffer thin. I yeah. was proper like rock star thin. And then... Yeah, so when I shaved my head, I, I looked like a, an ugly um, Renton from uh, Trainspotting. <laughs> you know, like just really thin. Yeah, yeah. Like people thought I was really ill when I yeah. shaved my head because it was like, couldn't hide behind it. Yeah, sometimes it's just like, yeah, people do suit like certain looks. We were watching some film. It was the middle of the summer. I had like, reasonably long hair, probably about the length I've got now. And uh, it's not long, yeah. No, no, but I'm saying it's longer than it like it has been, and it's growing. It's growing every day. I promise. Um, I literally went upstairs and shaved it all off, and then come downstairs. And my wife Kate was literally like, 
what the fuck have you just done to your head? And I was like, oh, like I just fancied it. It's summer, like it's hot kind of thing. And I wanted to look like whoever it was, Taylor Lautner in this film or whatever. And uh, from one from one angle, literally like one like there, yeah. it was like, yeah, man, that looks all right. Like put aviator sunglasses on, I'm quite pleased with that. But 99% of the rest of the time, I just looked like a, I don't know, just like an ogre or like someone who's just about to mug your nan or something. It is weird because some people look really good bald. They really do. And I can't imagine them any other way. Nah. Uh, but no, nah, no, nah, for me, like, I hang on to my hair all day long. Yeah. I try really hard. I hate, I hate the thought of losing my hair. No. Like, it's like, like, my dad didn't have any hair. And like, it's caused me a fair amount of upset. And my grand, and more particularly, as we go on in this podcast, I'm sure I will talk about my granddad. Right, yeah. But my granddad was bald as well. And I yeah. think those things have made me think, oh, I really don't want to be bald. Yeah. It's mad. Cause it doesn't really bother me that much. I kind of accepted it as my fate almost because my dad was bald. Really? His dad was bald. But then on my mum's side, no one's bald other than my mum. <laughs> but um, the I kind of yeah if it happens it happens but I wouldn't really be I think I'd get used to it I guess but maybe I'd just get it all tattooed like, like yeah. get my I name written my on the back heel. it's funny uh, so to hang on to my hair like a big uh See, you can tell how nervous I am even just saying this, and this is because of all the man shit. Yeah. And of all, like, the pressure that men shouldn't do it and vanity. But basically, I take tablets that stop me losing my head. Wow, Nick. Um, and, like, I, I do talk about it. Like, I don't advertise it, but I do talk about it. You know like, you're on the podcast now, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, this this is it. I'm not fucking holding anything back. I'm no, saying everything. I like that. And it, it, like, if the conversation's going that way, and I think it's pertinent, yeah, then yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah, mate, you're right. And um, and I think, like, a lot of blokes are probably feeling this exact same shit. Like, it's like, oh, I'm losing my hair. But, uh, you know, like, it's it's really, really difficult. Yeah. You know, like, if, 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 as a man, you were to bring up, like, losing your hair as an issue to a woman, what do you think their response would be? I don't know. They'd be like, fuck off, I've had a kid. Yeah. I'm going through the menopause. Yeah. I, I carry the the load, the burden of the children, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, and the amount, and they suffer from, like, that we talk about, yeah. is a, a massive amount of, like, pressure from the media and society as a whole. Yeah, totally. And it's almost like that's accepted. Yeah. And it's almost like there's this idea that men just don't have it. No. But men do have it. Yeah. Because like, I have it. And yeah. I'm sure, I mean, I'm a bit mental. But I don't think, like, I, you know, a lot of these things are just me or you. No. No, definitely not. Like, I've noticed there's a lot of, um, like, obviously, like, mental health stuff on trains and, like, uh, vitamin, men's vitamin stuff yeah. like, on trains. There are a lot of, like, hair clinics and stuff t- popping up on the tube. And but, that, but don't you think, like, that is because of, uh, you know, it's almost, um, it's, accept, it's accepted to, to an extent that men, although they probably wouldn't advertise that they do it, but it's accepted that men look after themselves more. Yeah. So... You do get your muscly guys that yeah. have a spray tan, they'll get their eyebrows down and yeah. all that kind of thing. They probably don't like advertise the fact that they do it. No. Nah. But they probably wouldn't get too much shit for doing it. No. Nah. 
And uh, like that's good. That's progress. However, it still creates this kind of um, idea of the better man. Yeah. You know, like you kind of, uh, it, it reminds me of Towie, that kind of Essex boy, you know, that, that look of wealth. Yeah. That look of, uh, you know, they'll spend money. Tanned up, smart yeah, shirt, smart, nice motor. And that really, all right, all right, that these guys are like putting effort in there, making an effort to be that way and to look after themselves. But it still kind of pushes up that it almost, it almost means that men are getting the pressure that women get as well. Mm-hmm. Which is fair enough. Men fucking deserve it. Women have had a shit time. Oh, like, totally, I've got yeah. no grief in that. But kind of... So, yeah, coming back to, like, talking about my my tablets. Yeah. Like, I've been taking them for... Uh, since... Well, nearly 11 years. Wow. And then I haven't... My hair hasn't receded. I haven't lost any hair in all that time. No. And my hair was re- was going. Really? Yeah, it was That's really, incredible. really thin. And wow. Like, all right, this bit's high. Mm. But I kind of think, I'm oh, 43. Like, it's normal. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, like, my hair was really, really thin. Wow. And then I had to come off the tablets because I was going to have a kid. Because um, you're not allowed to take them while you're having a kid. Because right. it's all hormones. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I had to stop, like... I had to be off them for six months, like before, you know, before you're going to have it off and everything. Yeah. And my hair just went, just fucking disappeared. No, you're joking. Like, it took a month or two, but it went right back to how it was. I'm wow. like, oh shit. So proof that you're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Really. So then I, I went back on them. And now, and now I'm not, so like if I see photos, I might be self-conscious. Yeah. But on the main, I'm not very self-conscious about my hair. Like, I'll get up and I'll go out and if it's windy, I don't care and yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Which which I which I have been bothered about before, yeah. which is good. But the funny thing is, is that I think, like, this is a fucking miracle. Mm. Like, I talked to, on a couple of occasions, I've spoken to, like, another man and, like, their hair's going. Yeah. Uh, and I've said, oh... You really should like. I take these tablets, like you know, I, it's worth looking into. And I've got really shitty response. Really? Yeah, twice. One guy was like, "What? You didn't just walk up randomly and no, go no, like but, you? No, no, friends, friends, yeah, yeah. friends. I know. You like, know, like it comes people, about in conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, standing outside having a fag in the pub, and like they might be talking about their hair, and then uh, then I'll say something like. Oh, I take these tablets and I don't lose my hair. Yeah. And then um, one guy, I said it and he just pretty much switched off. Wow. Uh, it just turned off and went, I'm going in. Oh, really? Yeah. And then another guy who's like, oh, he does his own thing anyway and I've got a lot of respect for him for that. Mm. And he was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. And I'm like, lovely. Yeah. But then someone else, you think, I think he might have had something done since anyway. Oh, right, yeah. Maybe. But I'd get it done. Thing is, I yeah, I wouldn't be as like blunt as to just ignore it. You would just engage in conversation and just go, oh, that's cool, Nick. Nice one. Yeah, like, that's yeah, all right for you. Looks uh, good. I, I don't feel the but it was like, don't bring up baldness. Yeah. It's like an episode of Parches. Yeah. Don't talk about the war. Yeah. So why the fuck not? Why no. can't we talk about that? Yeah. Why can I not talk to you about it? No. Like, maybe, maybe... You know, something he's really, really self-conscious about. Yeah. And me bringing it up, might, he might have found it really crushing. 
And that's okay. Yeah, that is totally okay. The thing is, though, he wouldn't have had conversations like this where he can kind of like, yeah, he might be still trapped in that like, oh, I'm losing my air kind of yeah. thing. Do you know what I liken this to? When people have got bogeys in their nose, is I tell them. But I don't tell them in front of people. I just say, I'm telling you because I would want you to tell me. It's in the cage. You've just got, yeah, yeah, you've just got a little thing there, mate. And sometimes people go like a little bit shy and they don't always like it. But I would want people to tell me that that was happening, that was going on. And I think, I don't know, it's not always easy to do. Sometimes I leave it to see if they sort of scratch it away. Do you know what, Brad? That is why I asked. What I said to you, do you want to do a podcast together? Yeah. That pretty much encapsulates exactly the reason why I thought we would work well together. Yeah. Because the fact that you would do that, I totally agree with that. Yeah. You know, like, a amount of times I've gone to someone, oh, you got... Yeah. Just yeah. And it's like, oh, that's really feminine. Really? Yeah, people would see that as being a really feminine thing to do. And I'm like, why not? Why wouldn't you be nice to someone? Yeah. Like, how much effort does that take? The thing is, they could be going into like a, a meeting, a job interview. Like that could literally be like life or death for them. If, if people yeah. are that shallow enough to judge them on it. I just think for a little second of awkwardness, and don't get me wrong, like I haven't always had the confidence to do it. Um, but yeah, quite often, just a little bit of like, oh yeah, you've got just a little bit of something on you thing there mate like it's just that one second and now feel self-conscious i wouldn't like do it in front of like loads of people go yeah look at you you got a thing in your nose um but yeah it's just gonna it might make them feel weird for a little bit but i like to think they'll feel better and open because they might and think, they might do it to someone else yeah exactly passing it on but you know like that's almost that's almost kind of encapsulates this podcast to me yeah the fact that like it's almost like the sound of someone. Well, look, we're talking about it. Yeah. So you can talk about it with us. Yeah. Uh, and you know we're not trying to save the world. No. But there's a little bit about in life, I think, that we should be we should be actively trying to be nice to one another. Yeah, totally. And trying to do the right things for one yeah. another. You know, in the world, in like England as it is at the moment, is is quite the opposite. And I and I just think. We as individuals can go and we can address that balance. Just little things like that. You know, someone's struggling with saying, or someone's got a bit of fucking food on their face. And yeah. Oh, well, mate, give that a little wipe. Yeah. You know, like, what's wrong with that? No. And like that, and that's kind of what we need. Yeah. And I, and I, so very much like men don't do that. So, like, let's start doing it. And yeah. I figure we get together, we do this. Yeah. And hopefully other people will do it as well. I love the idea of someone listening to this and then them going to work the next day and just going, like... I know, it's stupid, but Oh, how- did you see, like, well, the wife had Greatest Showman on last night and, like, I weren't watching it or anything, but, like, it's pretty good. And someone else would go, well, actually, mate, yeah, I really, really yeah, like it. So it's really good. And then it's like, yeah. And then like that, for someone to have the confidence just to say that, I'm using that as an example. I fucking love The Greatest Showman. It's one of the, example. one of the best films ever made, I think. But I wouldn't go that far, but I do think it is really good. Yeah. But like, that's the sort of thing that people would be kind of scared of saying, in my experience on some of the oh, sites yeah, that I'm working Oh, yeah, men would say that. But I haven't no. fucking seen that. I mean, like, years ago... I really liked the film Juno. 
Yeah, oh, I love the film Juno. Juno yeah. is pretty like my. As I've got older, I feel like I'm less in, less and less interested in all other films. Yeah, I just really like twee American comedies yeah, and yeah. love stories. Yeah, and I love Juno. Yeah. And Juno is pretty much probably one of my kind of ideal films. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there was a, uh, a woman I used to work with, and she was a bit kind of rock and roll. Um, and I got on well with her. I said, I do tend to get on quite well with women, not in a sexy way, just like, no, yeah. just get on well. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you can't watch Juno, man. It's fucking well good. Yeah. Like, it, we'd previously been having a conversation about how much we like shoegaze music. Yeah. So I'm like, well, is it on the level? Nice. Anyway, she started going out with another guy I work with who is, who I really, really like. And he's a lovely guy, but he is very, very, he's very manly. You know, uh, and you forgive it of people, don't you? Because yeah, you've yeah. got no choice. Yeah. But he's very manly. Anyway, so one night, uh, this was early in their relationship, they sat and watched Juno. And he, like, Monday, was like, what fucking hell, why do you recommend Juno? It's like, and he said to me, there's no shooting, there was no <laughs> car chases, there's no action. No. And I'm like, no, no, it's just a really beautiful film. Like, what do you mean beautiful? Don't use words like beautiful. No. Shit. Wow. And I'm like, well, it touched me. Yeah. <laughs> it was a beautiful film. Yeah, definitely. That's like, it's, that's exactly what this needs to be. It's just an open forum for people to realise that, like, stuff is beautiful and amazing yeah. and incredible and, like, can be spoken about. And what that guy should have said was, yeah, I watched it, weren't really my cup of tea, but the wife really enjoyed it and I really liked the soundtrack and there was that funny bit with the thing in. <laughs> and, like, just engaged in, like, conversation, not just shut it down. Yeah, I guess. I, I, you know, and people are always going to respond in that way. And that's... And like, what I don't want to say is that that's not cool, because it is cool, it's fine. Yeah. Everyone just be how you want to be. But just be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, I think if I were to want anything in the world, it would yeah. just be people to be a bit more honest with themselves. Yeah. And honest with other people, really. Totally. And just try and be a bit nicer. Yeah. You know, just try and look after your fellow man a little bit. Yeah. There's a hippie in me, Brad. There is. I think I love the hippie in you, and I think it needs to come out and stay out. I think there should be a hippie in all of us. It was funny. Uh, um, I've been off of work this week, so and and the weather's been mild. Yeah, nice. So my wife has been off as well. Although we've been busy, I, I went to fucking hospital on Monday for blood tests because I'm getting an operation on my anus. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, on the tenth, no, the eleventh right. of March. So I'm really not looking forward to it. Are you having it stitched up? Oh, I'm having loads of injections. I'm having Botox injected into my um, my sphincter and a number of piles. Wow. Which I didn't know I had until, no. the, until the, the guy fingered me and put a camera up my arm. Wow. Oh, it's so painful. That's But amazing. so I had, to, I had to go for a pre, pre-op. Yeah. It's just blood tests and those are questions. Yeah. And uh, they do your height and everything like that. But four hours, man, four hours. Oh I waited for God. a blood test for two hours. Uh, luckily enough, I did take a book. Yeah. I can get lost in a book. Yeah. And you know, the only thing is I was thinking I should have bought a pad. I could have sat there and drawn for yeah, two hours yeah, and bet. it would have disappeared. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know how I got onto that. So you're, you're literally going through that as we speak? What, my arse? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... 
pumped up on uh, Sulfadine Max. Wow. All day, every day. I get through fucking loads of them. It's, it, earlier, earlier, it was really painful. Yeah. At the moment, it's not that painful. Ah. So this is another thing. I talk about this to people. Yeah. I'm like, I think it's funny as hell. Really. Yeah, yeah, totally. Talking about your ass. And yeah. Like, you know, shitting and that. It's quite funny. Yeah. But I talk to people about it, and everyone laughs. British people love talking about shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, but I'm like, no, I will talk about it. Yeah. I will fucking talk about I it. I bet as well, when you can see people adamant that they don't want to talk about it, you're like, right, fucking, here we go. <laughs> like, start talking about it even more. I think, like, nowadays, more and more, I just think, no, I will talk about it. Yeah. And I'm going to do it, and I don't really care. Yeah. I will talk about it. And, yeah. this, and that is this. Yeah. That is this. I will fucking talk about it. And if someone wants to message in and say, uh, I feel this, I will go, I I feel that as well. Yeah. You know, like, I will talk about it. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I refuse to sit back anymore. No. And I'm... You know, like, that's what this is. Yeah, and I will forum. talk about it, and we don't give a fuck, even if I look like a fucking Jesse or a big girl's brows. Yeah. I don't care. No, I don't give a fuck. Two of the words that I've been called much in my childhood. Yeah. And my, when I, this is, I ramble and talk a lot, so. That's good for podcasts. Hopefully Brad doesn't mind me rambling too Not at much. all, that's what I'm here for. No. I'm not going mad on the booze either, but I'm drinking tonight because it, it's my birthday week. Oh, it is? Oh my God, yeah. yeah. I, I messaged you, happy birthday, yeah, you, you, did, you thank ignored you. it. No, no, I had to apologise to you about that because I did put a reply, thank you, Anson. And then when you text me today, I realised I didn't send it. Oh, uh, right. So okay. I'm sorry about that. I'll go along with that for the podcast, but I actually hate you. No, but I always, I, I like, every message I got, which, you know, obviously I didn't get hundreds, but, you know, like on Facebook, I reply yeah. to everyone individually. I like replying to them individually. I think you should take the time to do that. Yeah. It's it's funny, right, because, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm pretty old school in many ways, and, like, Social media, like, I kind of find it a bit boring. Yeah. And like, I've got more and more bored of it. I like Instagram because I like looking at people's artwork. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then my birthday rolls around and then I get loads of messages from people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, there's something in this. <laughs> like, it feels this is lovely, nice. doesn't it? It I feels feel, really it, nice. It, it feels good. Yeah, from people that you haven't seen or spoken to for, like, years, cropping up saying sort of happy birthday and, like, people are friends of friends and, like, and they've really taken the time out to write that little message. Like, that's really cool. We've all got an intrinsic need in us to be liked. Like, like we all desperately, desperately need to be liked. Definitely. And I think, like, the people who say... Uh, Quite often, the people who say, oh, I don't need to be liked, they've got loads of people who like them. Yeah, that's true. So it's bullshit. Yeah. We all feel this need to be liked and we need that uh, like acceptance in our lives to keep yeah. us sane. I think celebrities are quite often the worst at it, where they're like, oh, I can just be open and free now about what I think and everything else, because no one's punching you in the stomach during your lunch break at school for you know, yeah. wearing a particular thing or whatever. It's kind of... It's quite, but then they're using their medium. They're using their medium, the media, and their stage to kind of say good stuff. So I'll never knock that, and that's essentially what we're doing as well. It's, well, it is really. 
So like, that's what I mean. You know, like when we, we say like certain men in this way, certain men in that way, and we don't like that. Mm. You know, we might not like it, but everyone's got a right to do what the fuck they want. Totally. Really. And I, like, I really believe that. But I do also believe quite strongly, like we can do what we want, but at the same time, we shouldn't do things at the detriment to others. No. And, like, and I think that's what people have lost sight of. Yeah. You know, like in life, you should... You should live life in the richest possible way. And like, you know, and I don't, in many ways, I, I feel like I haven't. And I, I don't have any big regrets about it. But I still, you know, when I think about what I'd like for my kids, I'd like them to, oh, I fucking hate that. I, I, I'm about to say I'd like them to travel. Yeah, that's but cool though. travel Who normally get right on my tits. And that, is just, uh, and that is my again my one of my own fucking why misgivings. because they're a particular type of person is that a generalization? Yeah, there is that generalization that people go up into India and now I'm found. Yeah, and like for me, I'm like, no, that's taken me. It's taken me all of my life to be comfortable with myself. Yeah. You know, found and like. like um, and I always find, like, if I go somewhere, I can't, I can't let... I find it really hard to just let myself be. Yeah. You know, like, you go to another country and just to go, ah, yeah. I'm just going to go with the flow. Yeah. Can't do it. No. Like, my brain just starts turning in on itself. What, so you find yourself trying to, like, do stuff that you would do at home? Like, you want, you need that structure? No, no, I just feel really, really uncomfortable. Right. Like, until about the time I go home, then I start to feel a bit more comfortable. (laughs) Minutes before you leave. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I'm really enjoying this now. Holidays are a total waste of time with me. Wow. Because, like, I hate, going i hate the stress beforehand because my wife gets really stressed my wife does loads of planning and i'm like don't know for planning yeah i think that's normal we ruin it and then basically i get there and i'm like i don't i don't feel any different you yeah. know like, i don't feel any different no like my like i can laugh about it uh but like mine I my brain is still wherever I go. Yeah, you're still there. Yeah, and my brain is still attacking me at every <laughs> moment of my life. Yeah. So, and and it's worse because I'm in a place I don't know. Yeah, in speedos. So, yeah, so I can't just go and do normal shit. No. My brain's going. He's going. Oh, like, what do you look like? What yeah. are you doing? You hate this shit. You fucking hate it. You should... When I, I've been on two cruises with my family. Uh, one of them was uh, the Disney one, which is cheesy as shit, but it was wow. amazing. I re- yeah, I reckon that would be good. I'd be up for that. And it was like really, really posh. Um, but there was a smoking area just on the one corner of the ship. Right. And I obviously smoke a fair bit, so I went there to smoke fags. And my overwhelming memory and probably one of the things I like most was the thought of frying myself over. Wow. Like the sea was just so black, like at night time. Yeah. Just inky blackness. And I just had this this vision and this feeling of frying myself over and being in the water and just giving in. Wow. And like just going into the blackness. And how amazing would that feel of just giving in no more my brain? Yeah. 
And then we went on another cruise and I did exactly the same thing. I, I had this overwhelming compulsion to throw myself over the whole time. So it wasn't so bad in the day, but at night time the sea looked it looked so amazing. That's no endorsement for Disney cruises, <laughs> is it really? No, no, but you know what? You, then I kinda of go away and I'm like, why the fuck? Like my wife is like, why do you not like going on day? And I haven't told her that. Do you I'm like because I spent my whole time thinking about how I'm gonna kill myself? Yeah. <laughs> do you like when you get home then look back and think oh, I could have been a bit more like Jazzy there, or a I, bit I more think like that funny the whole there, way or... through. All oh, right. So all the way when you're through, in the moment of it, in the moment of yeah. it, I'm thinking, why am I, why am I not enjoying this? What what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm. Why am I not giving into this? Why am I? Everyone else is happy. Yeah. Why am I not happy? I'm letting my family down. I'm letting my wife down because she's stressed that I might that I might be wobbling or yeah. um, I'm not present with my kids in this moment mm. you know like all those things are going on so basically my bright so i'm like I hate myself I hate myself I hate myself yeah and that happens throughout the whole thing so yeah yeah i'm not i don't do that when i get home i'm no, doing that as i'm moment. doing it it's a like, fucking nightmare so i don't like going on all day. It's, i think it's, like it's I emotionally had, draining like i've had feelings like those that similar sort of that internal sort of chatter that monologue that kind of just it's destructive and if it, yeah. even as I'm talking now like it's going on what you don't know what you're fucking talking yeah, about like fucking you don't know what you're saying next no one's going to listen to this blah 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 and it kind of like I think that occurs in a lot of brains I think like being able to like harness that and or not or just ignore it or listen to it on certain days and stuff is like a bit of a holy grail really for I've, for for a lot of different reasons I don't um I have a really good therapist and maybe like if this all does well, like we'll get him on because I imagine he'd be up I'd for I'd love it. that, definitely. And he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a magician. But what, but, but like the main, like the, the most effective part of the therapy is him going, yeah, your brain does that. Yeah. And it was just as simple as that. And he said, there's a, <clears throat> a large part of your brain, um, like some people call it the chimp. Um, but it's basically like you've got a big risk assessor in your brain. Yeah. And it's going, uh, you know, like that, for example. Oh, if you, there's like, oh, if you let yourself go, you'll look like an idiot. Yeah. If you do that, you'll look like an idiot. And and it's just trying to protect you the whole time. Yeah. And then this this massive revelation, and he said, you don't have to listen to that. And I'm like, you just said that. Like it was nothing. Yeah. You mean I don't have to listen to my brain? He's like, fuck. I don't have to listen to my brain telling me that I'm a cunt. Yeah. It just does it because it's going, it's trying to protect me. Mm. So that big part of your brain, like I do with my daughter now, like my daughter's like, she, she'll get herself into a state because her brain's trying to protect her. Yeah. And your brain's really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the reality of it is, is that in modern day, like we, we, you know, we evolved from cavemen. There was a time when we had to be, we should be actively looking to protect yeah, ourselves at all times. We don't anymore. Saber-toothed tigers and yeah. mammoths all around. But his brain like, still does it. Yeah. And he was just like, you don't have to listen to it. Mm. So, so like now, like when I, my brain obviously still does it 24 hours a day, yeah. every given opportunity. Uh, but every so often now, like I kind of find myself going, uh, 
I don't need to do this. No. Like, I'm just being stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't have to listen. No. And I, it, when I'm like not doing great, it's yeah. really hard to Oh, hear. yeah, of course. I suppose days where it's more clouded and overshadowing everything, it might be rainy outside, you've had a bad day at work or like loads of heavy stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be harder. It's hard to see. But my, mm. well, my brain will go like, oh, you're having a hard day at work. That's your fault. Wow. And it'll be like, uh, my brain's going, they're taking the piss out of you. Yeah. And you deserve it. You know, like that's that's the problem. That's how my brain works. Yeah. Like, they're taking the piss out of you. You deserve it. Like, wow. you're never going to have anything else. So you're clearly a cunt. You should kill yourself. Jeez. And that's pretty much how my brain works. Yeah. So like, I've, I've learned, and quite really, like probably only over the last couple of years when I've really got a lot better, mm. just to go, fuck off, brain. Yeah. I don't need to listen to you. It's fine. No. It's fine. Yeah. And that was just after having loads of different therapy. Yeah. I liked... um, See, what I'd like is the people to go, I have that. Yeah. You know, I just think I say it and I don't say it. I talk about this really openly now with you. Yeah. Unless... The other day I talked to someone at work quite openly and... Only because she had kind of said that she has problems herself. So I know someone else has mental health problems Mm. or they allude to it that I can probably have a conversation with. Yeah, it's the mutual minefield. It's just amazing. It just really... Sometimes it makes you feel worse. It does. I'd be lying if I said it didn't. Yeah. But it it just feels a bit special. Yeah. You're like, oh, God. Just to know that no one's sitting there thinking, God, it's nutcase, like, what's it going on about? Just to know that they're kind of listening from a genuine yeah, point not, of view yeah, of, I like, know. yeah, I get that, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Or, yeah, I thought about going to therapy, but I didn't really know too much. Like, that little open, that little nugget of, that little way in kind of thing. It makes yeah, a lot of sense. Yeah, and like, then on, you've got a bond with that person. Yeah, totally. You know, like, and, if, and I think, like, if that person then, you can see they're having a bad day or you ain't seen them for a little bit. Yeah. Send them a text. Yeah. That's a massive thing. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah. I ain't seen you for a bit. That's a huge thing. Uh, you know, oh, you look a bit fucking miserable. Are you okay? Yeah. And then uh, they obviously know that you're all right to talk about. Yeah. But I just think, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? No, I think that there's a lot to be said in that. And I always think to myself, oh, I really should text or call or whatever. And sort it's of hard though, Brett, because like yeah. life's, you know, we've, your kids are younger than mine, and my life's getting easier. Woohoo! Yeah, but like it's hard. That's life's, the dream. Life's taxing. You know, you've got to like if you're with someone, then you kind of want to make them feel happy because if they're not happy, then you feel like it's, you've got some responsibility in it. Yeah, totally. And, and then with kids, it's not even the trying to keep them happy isn't really the biggest thing, is it? It's mm. like trying to feel like you're, you've done well by them by keeping them happy. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just even just keeping the whole motion of it, the machine going. Like yeah, yeah, that's true. You get so wrapped up in work and then getting this and that one's forgot its bag and then this one needs this and that one's bumped its head and dinner for this one, that for that one, da-da-da-da-da. Then it's nine o'clock, fall asleep, go to work, wake up again and it's... Yeah, in the middle of that, like, where's the time for you? Like it just it basically disappears. Totally, totally disappears. Like I really, 
I mean, maybe maybe this is for another episode when we go into the becoming a father. Yeah, that's because I think be like, that, like that's probably got a whole hour. On oh, so. mate, yeah, we could do a whole webisode. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe as as things come up on this, we, we'll go. Oh, I'm not, we'll save that one. Yeah, because I think yeah, fatherhood is a crazy one. Yeah, and find the the time thing is the biggest constraint something that i've done recently like i'd always be saving stuff for when i've got a whole day or half a day or an you hour and you just yeah. don't get but what i've realized now i'm lucky because i'm making music again i'll just have the laptop set up ready to go so i can walk in from work turn it on and then with the kids running around or walking past or whatever even I just if you do get a little five bit, minutes yeah do a little bit here yeah. do a little bit there just quickly type this bit out type this bit out. even as they're running around or as i'm walking past it's the only way you can do it yeah. is make it as easy to do as and possible and you then feel like you're kind of making that you're chipping away at that little bit of progress and then the holy grail becomes oh i'm taking the kids out to a kids party so you've got a saturday to yourself this weekend i'm like oh, great like i can just i can literally get a block of time to just kind of finish off all those little bits that i started in the it week it does get better i get like periods like that quite regularly now yeah that's the that's the dream that is no we really do like yeah. we've been getting like in fairness like we'll get some time like that and we're a bit like what we're we gonna do yeah and then we feel like oh we better go we better go out and have a meal yeah go get for a drunk walk country and walk make love yeah you know like it, this is massive pressure yeah like, where's that come from yeah it's nuts that it? comes from films conditioning tv yeah like, yeah, I was brought up, like, my favourite films have always been rom- romantic films, so I'm, yeah. really, I'm a real sucker for that. But yeah. it was funny, because we were having that conversation the other day, and it's like, oh, we should be having it all. And like, we both feel knackered, because yeah. we've still got children. That is, the, that's, that, yeah, that's a whole other episode right there, is finding the time to do anything like that and be intimate. It's just, yeah, non-existent. It's but crazy. the problem is, I think what happens is, like, you, you, initially it's like, where to find the time? Yeah. And then it becomes... Where do we find the inclination? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I don't. We're totally different people now. Yeah. <laughs> we've just been like, for me and my wife, we've been through like two children, her having cancer and nearly dying. Wow. Uh, you know, like, and then all a load of other shit. And you're like, we've got as where we were is a long way away. Yeah. That's the alarm, that's Nick. It. Oh, that feels horrible, but we've agreed that we're going to cut we've it off. We've done an hour. As soon as the hour comes up, we were going to literally cut it off and not going to say anything. Yep, can you hear it? We weren't even going to say this, but it feels... We're going to say goodbye. We thank, are. Uh, thank you for listening to our tirade of shit. We really uh, appreciate more it. More next time. Yeah, mate, don't forget, hit, hit us up on uh, Mouth of Manliness, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook... MySpace, whatever the hell you MySpace. look at. I used to love MySpace. Mate, we've got to go. That's an hour. Snapchat. All right. See you later. Love you. Bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 